Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Hi, welcome to the Friendly Sparring Pod. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is Elvira, and I am Leo's mom. <laughs> uh, Leo surprised me when we sat down to record, and I thought, what, a, what an awesome surprise. We absolutely have to do this. So uh, I guess I should start with a quick uh, few questions. Uh, what was Leo like as a kid? Oh, he was rambunctious. He was interesting. He, he was just all over, you know, making friends all the time. Every day, it was just a joy to watch, to watch him grow. Okay. Oh, what a, what a sweet well, answer. make me cry. So. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, uh, how, how's your life been? Uh, how was how life with your mom? Well, uh, you know, growing up has been great. Uh, you know, watching my mom grow as well has been sad and depressing as it always is. Um, just because, you know, we're all getting older. It's very sad and it's very unfortunate, but I love my mom. That's not nice to say. <laughs> but I'm sad about it. No. It makes me sad. Well, you get old too, so you're <laughs> You don't look a day over 35. I don't know what oh, Leo's talking about. Is that for both of us? <laughs> oh no, you're you're uh you're not looking so good, bro. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Juice. You should go to um, a doctor while you're in Arizona. Yeah, probably, more than likely. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to surprise our, our listeners and viewers with my mom just because I'm here in Arizona with her. And yeah, mom, um, you saw some of the fights last night. What did you what did you think? It was interesting. It was oh, this is a new wrinkle. Boring. Yeah, what did you think? I know, I think I could have done better. Oh wow, but, uh, all of them. Yes, yeah. That uh, the what was that that guy's name? Uh, that one that punched the other guy in the hmm. second round, twenty six seconds. That was pretty good. Oh, wow! I, oh, now I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, bam, he bam. did the shoey, so you know. Yeah, well, I, the shoey. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, not very sanitary. No, we all know that, but we've done them. Before. Yeah, he we did that even that. even pre COVID, and now like post COVID, it's so much more. Like we all we always thought it was bad. We always like. That's gross. And now in like a post-COVID world, I'm like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> why is it still happening? Yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, my son is very special to me. Aww. If anybody ever hurts him, I will haunt them in their dreams. Honestly, same. The same. Yeah. Mom's got to protect me. I have. To. Yeah. And I'm going to protect you. you too. And I'm going to protect her Thank you. so that we can both uh-huh. be able to protect you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, Mom. Well, okay. thank you for stopping by. I think Bye. we're going to nice get on with the show. You. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you again. Just go ahead and, rant, go ahead and vamp for a little bit. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and vamp. Honestly, that was a little bit uh, of a surprise for me as well. Not only everyone listening or the patrons watching are surprised, I'm surprised. Uh, everyone yeah, in San yeah. Francisco was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> There's some tourists checking out the Golden Gate Bridge. They're like, Leo's mom on the podcast? Like, what's going on? We're big in San Francisco. I don't know if you knew that. I checked the analytics. I don't think you do, but yeah. We're big in San Francisco. Oh, I can hear perfectly fine. Sorry. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm in a gamer chair. It's weird. There's buttons on the side that move the handles. So if you can hear that, which I'm sure you can loud 
I want to um, break the fourth wall a little bit, bring back the curtain. Uh, as uh, our listeners probably know, every week we do a different intro where just like we kind of intro, intro as if it's a different podcast entirely. Like this is the podcast where we jerk each other off or whatever. I mean, that is, to be honest, that is what this podcast is about. But yeah, I don't know. Why was that the first thing I thought of? Maybe that's a Freudian thing. Anyway, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy that my mom's out of the room now. So that's great. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was going to try the intro. Oh, are you ready? Uh, but anyways, I uh, I had this intro planned. Um, and normally, you guys probably know, like, out of our, this is the 41st episode, I believe. Out of our 41 episodes, I've probably done, like, 35 intros. Uh, it's true. But uh, we some we sent us straight off, and I've been trying to get Leo to do more. And uh, I, But I had one that I was like, we have to do this. I was going to say... Where we answer the question, are we living in a simulation? Because last night, Juliana Pena became the undisputed Bantamweight champion of the world. Like this, and the fact that you surprised me with your mom in the podcast, I think proves that we're living in a simulation, by the way. Well, hilariously enough, we're talking about moms, we heard her bad comment about being the mom champ. Bro. And then someone, someone even pointed out even more so even more so that Cyborg has a 15-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah, Cyborg and Kayla both actually adopted their nieces, I believe. I ah, think I in see. Kayla's case, it was like niece and nephew, it might be. But yeah, uh, Cyborg, uh, they, they, they're both by adoption. That's oh, why okay. that's why Juliana's comment is problematic because it's like, oh, if you're adopted and you're not real, a real mother or whatever, it's sort of like, it's sort of like, uh, being a turf without being like trans exclusionary although if we're honest like someone making that comment probably is also a turf like you know what i mean yeah let's yeah uh, let's be honest that would be yeah if, if let me just put it to this way for anyone that's stepping up and defending that concept if you are a supporter of trans if someone made that statement about anyone you guys would be up in arms too so don't yeah there's not a there's a there's i would say there's a fine line sure but at the end of the day no. like if anyone said anything about trans in this way as well yeah, you'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, so. there, there, there's no, there's no defending what she said. I can't, I can't even fathom. And honestly, like the reaction to it, in a way, and I will, and I will say this, in a way, it feels like people are upset about the Amanda Nunes like losing in general and like just want to pile on. Uh, but that said, like regardless, like even if let's say Juliana lost, right, mm -hmm. um, and. She said, well, it doesn't matter because I'll still be the first mom champ. You're not a real mom. Like if she was like salty, first of all, like she'll never fucking come back from that. I love opinion. it. First of all, I love how both of us are just like, she didn't really win last night. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like I mean, it's so weird. Me, me, you and Dave. We're, I, like, I mean, obviously that when it happened initially, I was like, that was shocking. And then just seeing the way that um, uh, Amanda took it, I was like, she didn't really lose like for some stupid reason like my brain was just like eh. like I, it's like it oh that was a no contest let's just run it back yeah it was like, weird i i was expecting to be more like oh like more more shocked um but i i wasn't it, I, I don't know why i wasn't like super shocked i guess yeah i was shocked at how did. unshocked i was yeah i think yeah. because it it didn't happen immediately it wasn't like it wasn't like yair korean zombie where she was like getting dominating out of like a hail mary ko or whatever yeah. or like Amanda Nunes was like ground and pound. And then she just got a submission out of nowhere. Like, no, there was like, I, I would say this happened in like, what the third round, I would say like in halfway through the second round, the tide started to turn kind of, yep. where you were like, 
oh my God, what's happening? Like, and then she came out and was just like, no, I'm going to stand with her. And she like, that's the crazy thing too, is that like Amanda's one of the things she's known for is like her crisp boxing and her crisp striking in her hands. Juliana's just like winging these wild shots. And Amanda's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go ahead and get hit with those. Like, absolutely. I, I don't know. I just, wild, bro. I mean, we'll, um, sorry, get my crotch in there. I just need to get, more <laughs> yeah, get that crotch shot. Let me get more light. Sorry guys. I'm in Arizona right now visiting my sister and my mom is here. And I just wanted to have a little bit of family time before I, uh, you know, before I go to Massachusetts to have the other yeah, family time important. with my with my son. So, anyways, um, so I guess we can just jump right into this. Uh, well, uh, my was yours first. Yours was first, right? Your parents- actually, yeah, chronologically, mine was first. So let's go ahead and talk staring about at it. this TikTok that I wanted to play for you. You know what? Uh, let's do it. Long, but it's too long for the podcast and too funny i mean i'm literally in tears uh so there's a he'll put the link on our on our twatter yeah i'll put the link on twatter uh my prelim uh pick of the night leo aaron blanchfield versus miranda maverick what a fucking performance from aaron blanchfield huh like wow Yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of the theme of the night whenever I I was realizing that if if the fighters, like, I guess it's kind of one of those things where I was like, oh, I didn't know this person could wrestle. Oh, I didn't know this. Like, not I didn't know that they could. I just realized that their strengths are somewhere else. So like Ryan Hall, seeing Ryan Hall get knocked out in his last fight, I was like, okay, he's probably going to get knocked out again because he's going to use stupid jujitsu. Then the jujitsu worked so well in his favor. And the same thing for... For um, what's her name? Bla- Bla- Blanchfield. Blanchfield. Yeah. I mean, same. I was like, I was like, looks like Miranda Bradford's gonna fuck her up. And then Blanchfield was like, no, get on the fucking ground. I'm gonna wrestle. Fuck the fuck out of you. And she did. Yeah. She fucking. And and I was like, and and after those two fights, I was like, I was like, man, if this trend continues, we're in for a very long night. And it did. And it kept happening, and people were getting knocked out and submitted, and all this stuff all around. It was so such. By the way amazing great, fights. great variety great. great great variety of finishes great variety of fights great it, just very well done with the exception of the jeff neal and ponzinibbio could have been headliner for them the, but anyway probably should have been but anyway um but uh yeah good on her uh like i said i, I thought miranda maverick was going to come in there and give her the business and she was like not today yeah not any day after same. this yeah I, I don't even know what my picks were, but I, I I'm sorry. I know what my picks were, and I know that they were bad last night, as as a lot of people's were. Oh, speaking of which, I wanted to to, to say this when you were talking about like you and Dave. I w- in a way when I was I was calculating the um the scores for the Patreon uh, Fight Big League, I was in a way glad that Nunez lost because a couple people, Dave L included. Put something slightly arbitrary for the method for Amanda Nunes. Like Dave L was like Nunes via any way she wants. I'm oh, like, that's hilarious. That isn't like a like an out to to just like, oh, if she wins via finish, like you get the extra points. I'm like, you need to put something there. And like T Cross is like Nunes via murder, which is like <laughs> that could have been like a like a KO or a ground and pound. But like also could have been a nasty submission. Like I was like, via murder, what does that mean? And like, I was so, 
like, I think they were willing. I think they were willing to give up the points. <laughs> yeah, just, no, I mean, <laughs> I was just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I, mean, and I probably would have given it to them if if she had won by, via yeah, finish, but and then she, yeah, and then she gave up all the points. <sighs> Bro, I'm so. Anyways, sad. Well, well, even... <laughs> anyway, good on Blanchfield. Good yeah. on her. On on her. Uh, like really, really, like giving it to uh miranda maverick i'm interested to see what's going to happen with her with both of them next yeah. um aaron blanchfield was very dom minute in it 100 d-o-m-m-d-o-m-m-e dash n-a-n-n-n-t yeah i was getting the chub pretty much anyways ladies and gentlemen um i hate to be that fucking guy that all this is oh yeah this goes up but with that fight i was like Okay, Aaron Blanchfield, like I see you, and I'm, yeah. I was I'm looking, you know, respectfully. Yeah, it was the most respectful. Uh, yeah. So my prelim choice, as though it's any sort of fucking, could have been anything else. No, Tai Tuivasa, no. um, Muslim, Augusto Sakai, Augusta. Who cares? Who Augusto cares? Augusto Scott knocked the fuck out. Sakai got knocked the fuck out. And honestly, I was a little bit nervous because I was like, I think uh, Sakai is going to do some uh, some damage to Ty. And that did not happen at all. I I mean, a little bit, but but Ty really just came out there and really put it on him and started working him. Uh, and the first round, I thought, um, I mean, like I said, I thought Ty had a great... Um, great game plan and then yeah. he said I, I i did i didn't uh i just doubled down on the game plan with opening him with the left and then just kind of doing the one two on him and uh man he folded him like a lawn chair you saw his leg and everything um sakai's leg was just bent all the way back just just like his body collapsed because it did because tai Tubasa, yeah and then tai just does what he does best which is jump on this cage do a shoey amazing shoey i mean stone cold steve austin said a plus plus a hell yeah i mean you don't get any you don't get any better than that yeah. the way it was done because he even did the whole like clap the beer clap the shoe boom took them both was so great so too many people in the audience weren't doing shoeys it was bothering me because the camera was turning to them while they had the beer and the shoe and you saw there was one guy i literally honestly so bitch just a little bitch the littlest bitch ever i kid you not he literally had it like the camera was watching him and you see him look like not look at the camera but he's talking to someone he's like oh no he's gonna do it i'm not and i was like no no do it anyway like what the yeah the guy and the guy who ended up doing it obviously in front of everyone like poured beer all over himself uh He's barely like, drank any of the beer let me just do it quick because my friend fucking fumbled the bag and just and then rah! yeah it, he poured it all over himself um but okay great tie great performance knocked him out okay then steps on the mic and and just yeah what well, first of all says tie things yeah, just does the thing that Ty does best, which is entertain a crowd. And ladies and gentlemen, it is just a perfect example of someone being electrifying. That is great. You you need that. You it no matter no matter what you feel about shoeies and how unsanitary it is or whatever, it's it's so entertaining. And when he gets on the mic and says Las Vegas, you know what I mean? And he talks about his game plan and he's like, look, I'm just a uh, I'm just here to bang. 
And bro, you sounded like Wayne Newton at that party we went to in Beverly Hills. That makes us sound so pretentious. It was for work. Okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that we were like hobnobbing. You know, we were definitely Wayne Newton was there, Warren G was there, Kalis. Very strange. Very strange. I definitely thought was pronounced Kellis until everyone fucking. Oh, someone called Kellis is gonna be there. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, like I said, Todd, and then <laughs> Todd, the security guard kept pushing him because he was doing almost, he was trying to do all the shoeies that were coming out, yeah, which I was all like, of them. yeah, yeah, Ty. And the security guard was like, get the fuck. <laughs> the last one was really funny because he was looking up and yeah. someone like very high and he was like, ah, and the security guard was like, get, get I think I back. missed that, but I saw a Tev tweet about it. Uh, it was so, like, dude, the security. I, I tweeted about it. Like seriously though, the the security guards were just like, "Come on!" And he was like, "No, give me those fucking chewies." Um, yeah. So I mean, like, talk about entertainment. Talk about fun. Like, you need that type of fighter um, in your roster. You need you need someone who's gonna. You know what, dude? I'm loving it. I I I was loving everything about it until the promo for the Nganu and Gon fight came out. And then I saw the fight card and then I just, every time I see Greg Hardy and I'm like, okay, so Ty just did. Yeah. Just so, out. Yeah. So Ty just knocked yeah. Greg and then you're going to put a promo and then, and then have, uh, have, Greg a, Hardy have a, in there. Yeah. Spitch of the UFC. Yeah. Oh God. Honestly, part of me, I hope everything's okay with Alexia Lennox has to pull out. Ty yeah. gets in, knocks him out again. Yeah. Oh dude, that would be amazing. You picked the wrong bloke and just fucking. Wow. Mm be so good anyway so that that was my prelim pick there were a lot of good prelims but just that was just like i said it just his his win just really electrified everything um it really just kind of set up the rest of the night to be even more like um you know amazing um so so anyways um that's those are those are our picks uh i'm trying to see let's go ahead and start like i said i mean we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there but it was a great night of fights, and we're going to talk about our main card. Oh, literally, just pulled up UFC. I forgot. Fucking Derek Lewis fighting next week. So excited. Love it. All right. Um, so. Sean O'Malley versus Hollyam Paiva. Great oh, way to fucking open up the main card. Yeah, I, I mean, say. I thought I thought Paiva had some success, but yeah, Sean is just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, mm. He's got, he's super powerful um he's just super powerful there's and no... super accurate as well that's the other yeah. thing too like he's just he's yeah. like a laser jab and that yeah, everyone, that straight left everyone was saying that like he's not head hunting he's being careful and paiva was uh was capitalizing on that but once he stunned paiva when his his killer instinct kicks in yeah he's mm. he's so accurate he's so he's just he's just real everyone's like he's head hunting and i was like yeah but he's his accuracy i'm gonna go and say yeah yeah Yeah, it's like above 80 or 90 percent it's not it's no joke and he uh you know he did a great thing i mean like i said he he had a good fight i just i don't know it's i'm curious to see now that um let's see how far his win streak can keep going um two things i want to say actually oh go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off no go on um the swarm for the finish you're talking about i actually thought he might gas himself out because Holy and Pipe is like tough as shit. And I was like, okay, what the fuck, Sean? Uh, and then he actually got the finish, which was a good finish. The fucking dribble and, and shoot, which was like, 
you did that last fight and you said it was because of the suns and it was like during basketball season which is like okay that's fine but now it's like <laughs> you're mad about his celebration that's great yeah I, I don't know why like i was just there's a lot of things that i'm mad about with sean o'malley like i i think you just want the i, I mean just like a lot of people i think we want the hype train to stop and and that's okay mm-hmm. uh because to be honest like i said i i don't really we got we got a couple more wins you know what yeah. i mean we got a couple more we got a couple more wins before we 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 need to see him and cheeto back again we need to see that again yep um Except did Fra- Frankie won, huh? Against no. Cheeto or no? No, he definitely won. Okay. No, remember the Simpsons? Mm, yep, that kick. Yeah, we need to see Cheeto and uh, and and um, Sean again. We do. Everyone does. I don't, part two. We do need a part two of it now. Now, now more than ever. Um, so you know we're gonna see how that how he stands up against that. Uh, hilariously enough, he broke his leg on that one. But anyway, or yeah, ankle or whatever. Um, so. <laughs> I feel bad for Piper, but good on Sean for for doing the head hunting, doing a, a great job, and um, yeah, I mean, good. Like I said, good finish. <clears throat> Cotton candy hair, love it. He's leaning in. It's nice. Now, on to Kai the next fight. Car France, France versus Man. Cody Garbrandt. Mm. Hey, beautiful fucking fight. Car France, tough as a motherfucker. First of all. Strong ass little ass hands, but strong ass mm. little ass hands. Like, damn. Yeah, dude. I was actually listening to a podcast earlier in the week where someone was like, Oh, Kai really doesn't. This is why I tweeted this out. I don't know if people like saw it was like kind of like whatever, kind of subtweeting, but like <laughs> it was like Kai doesn't have heavy hands, like he's more of a volume guy. I was like, first of all, his nickname is Don't Blink, which is like you can have a nickname that doesn't really fit, like whatever, but you know what I mean. Last fight, he folded Rogerio Bontorin like a lawn chair with one shot after getting like. So, and someone pointed this like some guy got in the men- my mentions that was like, oh, yeah, but he fucking got mauled before that. I'm like, even more to my point, it only took one shot after surviving the mauling, like whatever. And then on tough, he literally like flatlined this dude uh, from Alaska. Like, my man's got hands. Yeah. And, and, and that's his he- thing. And uh, I mean, Cody, he, he, he hit Cody pretty hard uh, before the final, like the last, um, like the, the, the last hit. I mean, like the, the last hit of the yeah. fight. Um, so he was, he rocked Cody and then Cody kind of recovered a little bit, but then he laser beamed his hand right into his fucking face to knock him. All right. The fuck out. All right. So, the fuck out. I was actually impressed with how quickly Cody recovered instantly. Cause I think he got, it wasn't just rocked. I think he got dropped. Like, I think Cody dropped, and I, and I thought it was over then, but then he popped right back up. I was like, oh, shit, we got ourselves a fight. And then Kai dropped him again, and that was it. That was, I'm yeah. missing, like, something in the sequence there, but you know what I mean? But, yes, yeah, I do know what you mean. But, yeah, good on Kai, Car France. I mean, you got to love Dan Hooker in his corner. You got to love um, their spirit. You got to love everything about them. Um, yeah, they were great. I mean, uh, you know, it was a very big electrifying moment again. Um, like I said, nothing's going to top tie that night nothing yeah. was going to top that no, no matter what it well mm, well something we'll could have topped it but it didn't yeah well yeah that's true that's a good point yeah. um all right so then we're now we're moving on to the the prelim uh headliner jeff neal versus santiago Ponzinibbio. that sort of been prelim oh, headliner. I have no idea why you're saying that <laughs> the reason why i'm saying that is because if because like look look what got look what got fight of the night which is weird which was kind of weird 
um, you know, Munoz and um, and Cruz got fight of the night. Really? Not Enrique? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, like I said, Maybe it was they're weird. trying to fucking keep Dominic Cruz happy for him shitting all over DC on media day. What was that? I don't know. And I, <laughs> I, I just think, like I said, watching watching the Jeff Neal and Ponzinibbio fight, I thought it was good. I just, I guess because there was so much stuff happening before that, I think it's why I didn't feel like it was that like super technical. But then I also looked at the rankings and I was like, hmm. This is pretty high up on the on the list, uh, especially considering the fact that Cruz and and, and uh, Munoz were higher ranked in their division, and their divisions stacked. So that's why I was like, "Wait yeah. a minute!" Like everyone's like, "Oh, he's headlining uh, prelims," and I was like, hey, "But he should be on the main card." The the Jeff Neal and Ponzinibbio should have been on the the main card headliner. I mean the 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 prelim, the prelim headliner. headliner. It's just just based on um, effect of the division. Yeah, I mean, it didn't make sense that Dominic Cruz and Pedro Muniz were on the prelims over over Sean O'Malley being on the main card. Yeah, yeah. Even so, like that I said, there's so fuckery, many but, so many other things yeah. that could have been done. Like in that, like I said, but that's weird. It's just a weird place for it. Hell, I would have been accepted Jeff Neal uh, and Ponce Nibio on next week's card um, as maybe even a co-main. Right. I, I probably would have accepted that. Except the co-main next year, next week is going to be. I can't believe next week is going to be Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Bilal. I'm so fuck yeah, dude! And Wonderboy and D and Wonderboy and Derek are fighting back to back. Has that ever happened? I don't think they've ever. I don't know, but card. it's my it's my card. I'm it's so like excited. your guys. I'm so it's excited. Like... I'm a little bit sad for Bilal because Bilal is really funny, but Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. How about anyway, Bilal picking Juliana Pena? That's a oh. good, decent segue for the. No, no, because we still got to talk about Jeff Neal. You thought it was you know, oh, the do most we? Fight you've ever seen? Yeah. No, I just thought like it was pretty good, and you were like, "This is fucking boring." But like, I maybe I was an outlier. Maybe I just knew like with those guys, like something explosive could happen at any moment. I didn't think it was like super technical in that sense. Like you thought, I, I didn't think there was like feeling out or like a chess match. I just thought that maybe they knew each other's power and that you know whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I I didn't mind it. And then like like someone in my group, one of my group chats was like uh, rewatching the fights, or they missed him last night. They were catching up. And when, when someone someone goes, oh, you can skip the Ponzi fight. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, Leo said that too. I just like, I just in comparison for the rest of the night of the way everything went. And especially with what we were expecting to happen in our next fight. Oh, dude. Uh, can we, can we, can we get there yet? Do we have to talk more about Jeff Neal? Like, no, we don't. I just want to say actually one thing. Happy that both the uh, dog ear clippers lost. Yes, agreed with that. Yeah, and Cody nobody, and Ponzi, nobody, get the fuck out of here. And if nobody agrees with that, don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I'm gonna make Cafe Cody because of the cancer kid, and uh, that's fair. But also, he because honestly, yeah, because honestly, we don't need your ears for our podcast. <laughs> oh, that's not <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I going to think that's directed at him. That's not nice. You know what I'm saying. I no, not yet. Sorry, that is him. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not directed at him. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, the, the timing of that sucks, bro. <laughs> Bad no. timing. Not directed at you at all. No. Just saying. Cutting the ears off the dogs. Yeah. Don't need your ears for our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. In, ge- in general. In general. Also, just don't do that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, just don't support fucking. Stuff. It's also like puppy mills uh, as well. Yeah. It's not, it, which is like not a good thing. But anyways, 
Yeah, no need for us to explain this. Let's talk about how Amanda Nunes got fucking submitted. Yeah, here's what I wanted to say. I was watching these fights at the bar with my brother-in-law, um, which is not planned. Like, I was planning on going alone, and then he texts me, like, uh, kind of when I just started watching the prelims. He's like, yeah, can I swing by? Let's, let's watch, watch some fights. And I was like, yeah, let's go to the bar. And then we, went, we ended up going to the bar. Before you go any further, I think I might have asked you this before. In, in At the bars in New Jersey, they make you pay a cover or no? You've asked me uh, at least five times. No, I'm just kidding. You asked me a couple times. Zero yeah. cover. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah L- like, LA, LA, just... is, LA is like, oh, yeah, you want to go watch it? $20. We're covering this whole section of TVs. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, when we were there, I kind of got it. Like, I think the, there was like one time where they didn't charge it because like, they were just like, yeah. Just, but then people ended up just like buying waters and they lost money. So they were like, whatever. Um, but at the bars here, I guess everyone just fucking orders a bunch of drinks and makes it worthwhile for them. Like, I know I do. I mean, yeah. like, well, there's also not like, I mean, at some of the bars, like in, in LA, like they partition like where the, where it's going to be showing on a TV or yeah, they yeah, dedicate you rooms without, to it. Yeah. Yeah. They dedicate specific rooms. You can get into the bar, but they're like, there's right. a certain part where they're like, we've partitioned this. So do not even think about coming here over here. Uh, but wild. that's why. Yeah. It is kind of wild. Speaking of wild. Let's oh. just get to it, man. Oh yeah. I, I wanted to say, I, I watched it with my brother-in-law. Yeah, and go then, on. No. And then after the uh, Ponzi fight, he was like, oh, I mean, I kind of want to watch the Amanda fight, but I'm going home. I was like, are you crazy? Turns out he was smarter than all of us. Fucking <laughs> saved himself the heartache of the Amanda fight and the Dustin fight. Like, seriously. And like, Kate, Kate wasn't with us, but she wanted to watch the, the co-main and main. And it's funny because she was actually trying to convince me to this whole time she was trying to convince me to go to a bar like down the street from our house where we do karaoke to and i was like they don't really have the fucking capacity for it like i like to go to my regular spots a bit a bit further but whatever it's fine and then she went there to try and catch the amanda fight and the dustin fight and they did they weren't fucking they were only showing boxing i was like ha but anyway um juliana pena is now the bantamweight champion uh did you see did you also see cyborg posted on in, on twitter she no. said she had she had um she had like the iphone background and it said dana white so that was pretty funny wait i feel like i'm she, missing something like call, calling calling cyborg to come beat oh. up juliana Pena. Pena. Oh. <laughs> he was like wait 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 <laughs> we didn't mean to get rid of you sorry sorry can you come whoop this girl's ass how fucking hilarious was it that they had Kayla Harrison in the audience too? Yeah, like clearly wanting to do like a square off or whatever. If Amanda had won, well now, but now, like I said, that, that like are, are they gonna sign her? Like, what's the deal? Like, well, here's the thing: is like that was the one thirty five pound belt. There's no way Juliana Penny is gonna go up to one forty five to also try and get Amanda's other belt. Like. Amanda's just going to be the 145 pound champ. I don't know if that means that they're going to invest in the 145 pound division now because they clearly, I mean, at one point didn't want to, but now it seems like they wanted to invest in, in Amanda Nunes. And that's why they even kept that division open in the first place. Um, and now they're like, well, Felicia Spencer's retired. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's I agree, basically man. just uh, Amanda and Norma Dumont. Yeah, who even was trying to find a bantamweight a couple times. Hmm. Yeah, I, I love how we're not really talking about the fight because we don't want to talk about. 
No, what? Fuck that. Yeah, I agree. It, I mean, there's something. Like I said, I, and I don't know why. I wish I didn't feel this way about it. I really wish I didn't feel. I don't know. I I wish I was more shocked. I wish yeah. I wish I could say like I could talk about the spectacular fashion of the way that Juliana Pena won, but it wasn't. I mean, I guess like in the concept of like her beating Cyborg. No, I'm sorry, not Cyborg. Um, Amanda in the way that she did of like boxing. I don't know. It just it felt. I don't know. Not to say I have any bias towards any, you know, her, which I obviously do, but, um, yeah. but it's just like, it, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was <clears throat> so devastating. So, uh, you know, Amanda will be back. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, some of the grappling, some of the, some of the ground ground exchanges were pretty good uh, between the two of them. So I, I'd be interested to see them on the ground again. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Amanda just, yeah, just pulled it up and and lost the the belt. So she'll be back. I mean, yeah. there's there's she's so young. Yeah, just so got powerful. her tired without with that pressure. Yeah, on her face. Amanda was like head hunting and and looking for the for the KO, Hilar- and gassing herself out. Yeah, weirdly enough, I'm surprised nobody asked questions about uh, Valentina and Amanda now. Like it's it, it's a little strange. Because what, yeah, because why would you? Well, I well I mean just like, what do you mean? I mean like that's. You know, if she would have won last night, that would have been like, oh, okay, we got to do part three next year. Like that would have been yeah. probably the most, uh, unless, uh, no, yeah, that probably would have been. The, so now it's like, yeah, Valentina keeps wrecking people. So, you know, who knows? Maybe Valentina she has her. a win over Juliana. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, like I said, like there's, you know what I mean? Now everyone's like, well, now who's the greatest? Like, is it Valentina? It's like, well, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, I mean, Obviously, they have to run it back. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see this fight again. I don't think there's for me much. Oh, point Ju- in Juliana and, and Amanda, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, congratulations to Juliana. But like, you know, way to fumble the bag on your after fight comments. It's weird. Fumble the bag. Like, she fucking tipped the bag over and dumped it out. Just for me, I mean, just personally, like, like pissed on it. What a! It's just a little bit. It's got a little bit of like a weird, um, how do I put this? It just feels like you're not happy with winning the championship. Yeah, literally, I was actually listening. Uh, I'm a day late or a couple of days late, two days late. I was listening to the uh, co-main event uh, Friday Power Hour where they kind of run down like stuff throughout the week and talk about certain things. They were talking about Juliana Pena's comments at the press conference where she was like, yeah, once I beat Amanda and then beat her again in the immediate rematch, I'm gonna have the best record in the bantamweight division or something. Like that. It's like what? <laughs> like, and it sounded crazy at the time, but now it's like, ooh, well, like, well, like yeah, I halfway said, there. Like I said, it, <laughs> speaking of which, I saw I, a tweet uh, from Little Tarina Ball Metablat, I think that was like, he said Juliana Pena is working her striking on embedded. Pray for her. He said that before the fight. Yeah. And then quote tweeted his own tweet. And it was like, never underestimate the, the power, power of prayer. prayer. Oh boy. Credit yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I even said, tweet. I even said, uh, you know, man is about to feast, and I was like, I'm a loss. Yeah, dude, we were. T- if you go look at our text. It's it's hilarious. Like we're texting, like oh, this bitch is gonna lose. Like she's fucking saying yeah. no chance. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, it, it it all it all went downhill pretty quickly. But but I don't know. Like it, just to, to the point of like the mom stuff and and I don't know. It just feels like 
I, I don't know. I guess she can say whatever she wants. I guess like it's more like I'm happy. Uh, I'm this. I'm that. And like, and you know, using the term like no disrespect to Amanda and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, eh, it's so disrespectful. Yeah. Anyone says that. Anyone that says no disrespect or no offense, you're being offensive or disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like in all honesty, like saying like I'm going to be the champion or something like that. Mm. Like to say like no disrespect for that other person, but I'm about to whoop the shit out of them. Like that is that's okay but like to, to be like yeah no disrespect to you but you're not a mom like let's let's be honest like like yeah. if you look me at you know, like that's what she's literally saying yeah. like hey amanda like that's cool that's great but you're you're not really a mom so anyway, yeah, no around. offense but i'd like to invalidate your entire existence oh like, yeah especially considering the fact of how so you know happy tone she, deaf. anyways like i said it just made it seem to me that she was not you know I don't know. It's like one of those things like doubt the naysayers, all that stuff. But this one's like, they need to make a new belt for me. I was like, okay, don't be okay. All right. Did she say that? Did she say they need to make a new uh, belt? She's like, they need to make like some new title for me or something like that. Cause like, oh, I'm the real mom. I was like, oh, she was like, oh, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just so, kidding. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why, that's why one uh, problematic thing <laughs> with another thing. No, but I just, it just felt, I don't know. It just feels weird. It just felt, it just felt weird. Um, And you know what else feels weird? (sighs) Being, being happy for, for, for Charles, Charlie Olives. I'm not going to lie. I got to say like, I knew this was a really tough fight for Dustin and that Charles was so good. I still was pulling for my guy, obviously, but even still, like, I just, I maintained that he was the more well-rounded. He could, he could avoid the ground and it just wouldn't have a, I was not really so I wasn't really in shock that it happened because I obviously knew that could happen. Mm-hmm. But once Amanda lost, I was like, well, at least I'll be comforted with a Dustin win. <laughs> Cause I even told you, like, I've had this thing in my like throughout my time of being a fan where if I make like a like firm picks on the main and co-main, I'm always wrong on why it's usually the co-main mm-hmm. that I'm wrong. And it's it's wild. It's wild. And yeah. so I was like, whoa, Amanda losing. This is both well for Dustin historically, like with my life. Nope. Fucking broke the curse. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I mean, I guess what's so sad about this whole situation is the is the rock in uh, is when Dustin rocked him in the in the first round, second round. I can't remember. First round. Yeah, first round. When Dustin second rocked- round was when Olivera was just on top of him the entire oh, time. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking covering his mouth and choking him with his fucking yeah, forearm. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when Dustin rocked him in the first round, I was like, <laughs> dang, I was like, Oh shit, here we go. Here we go. And and then it just didn't come to be Charles recovered. And, and it, everyone's right, man. Everyone's right about his weapons. Like he's got so many. Um, yeah. So I am thoroughly excited. Uh, you know, tough, tough loss for, for Dustin, but like the wholesome, you know, the wholesome thing at the end about the, um, like, the donation, I'm going to do a 20, your choice. Like, yeah. And like know. the whole thing between the two of them, just being fighters and warriors and like being just great guys all around. Uh, but you know, Charlotte's really, really just got the best of Dustin and, um, yeah. and, and you can't be, you know, you can't be. You can be upset for Dustin, but also be very happy for Char- Charles. Charles. Yeah, yeah, it's good, you know? Charles. Yeah, um, just because, um, you know, I mean, he's such a such a, and he's he's worked just as hard, and and his story is is just as good, is just as as equally as as endearing as Dustin's is. They yeah. they have similar things. It's just 
you know, we have our, our people that we, we root for. And, and this is the, this is what makes the tough part of the sport. You know, next week we're going to have a similar thing. Although I'm, I'm a much bigger wonder boy fan than I am a Bilal fan. Yeah. But to say that Bilal is a bad person. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not, it's not correct. Yeah. So like pretty much anyone else I'm rooting for Bilal, but yeah, but wonder boy is like, it's Bay. Yeah. It's Bay. It is Bay. Um, yeah. But also, um, uh, you know, I mean, I'm so happy for, I'm, I'm really excited. We're hoping for Gaethje and Charles, like, like, that's yep. great. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that fight. I'm very excited. I'm, so, I'm very ready. And a lot of people are like, uh, you know, ride with Charles or, uh, or, or Gaethje. And I'm like, man, this one's a pretty, pretty 50, 50 in the air for me, because granted, like how anyone is going to be Charles in, in all honesty is going to be a knockout is going to be punches like, and being rocked by Dustin, uh, but Dustin rocking Gage, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. Yeah. It's all the MMA math is all up in the air, but you know, if, if Gaethje lands a really good punch, I mean, we, we could be seeing Gage. I mean, and, and Gaethje I mean, winning. Dustin the- was snapping his head back with those shots. Like Charles was just eating them. I was like, Oh my yeah. God. So, so, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I think Charles can, can, de- I mean, like I said, but it's like Gaethje winning the belt would also be really cool too. Like, you know what I mean? Like we got, uh, yeah. we got a lot of wholesome fights coming up. A lot of people that have, that have earned their, their, their keep. What's nice about this division right now, what I think is great is that we have everyone that's at the top with the exception of Michael Chandler. Uh, with the, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but with everyone at the top um, there, you know, to be up three or four wholesome people that you're just like, dang, like couldn't happen to a better guy. Couldn't happen to yeah. a better person. So like, that's, what's nice about this situation is that we kind of, we don't have to be like, oh, that's the guy I hate that's gonna win. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to right. sound sound weird whenever we talk. Um, and on so. that note, you reminded me of something that I wanted to just end with because I think we should. This is a good place to kind of take a break, start yeah. form. Absolutely. Remember a couple weeks ago when I think it was Ty Fly Guy that called in and was like, "Has uh, 2021 had the most wholesome moments or the most uplifting moments?" And you were like, "No, in a year where Michael Chandler Black is no." Honestly, we're getting to the end of the year now. There's only one week of fights left. And, and, and we have the two, and probably that like Derek Lewis is in, as funny as he is. Like, I'm so sorry, but tell we got to hear another fighter story about like the, the Houston flooding story. Yeah. That's the, uh, for, that's the most wholesome shit of all time. Okay. It is. Yeah. Like re- actually. And yeah. then you have Stephen Wonderboy Thompson as well. Just, the wholesome king of wholesome king. Yeah. yeah so we got two wholesome men at the right. Derek lewis is probably going to say something really funny and do something incredibly wholesome at the same time and uh, anyway oh god i'm so excited anyway sorry. in a world where amanda nunez loses and dustin loses no 2021 fucking out the window <laughs> so i now sympathize with you and that is where we break And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The forum starts now. Mm. <laughs> you just reminded me. So when I, when I thought about the, um, uh, the that hilarious TikTok that I showed you, uh, yep. that I was going to play in the podcast, but it's too long. Literally, one of the funniest things I've seen in like a, a while. Where I was just crying, laughing. 
But um, the reason I was even on there is because I was just kind of browsing and I saw this like, sometimes there's like certain prompts where you can, uh, there's like challenges for actors or whatever. And there's like, do you think you can be a voice actor? And uh, so there's like little like ad spots that you read. And I was just like, now until Boxing Day, 50% off Samsung TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, let's fucking try it. Um, Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's time for the forum. That's yeah, perfect. Thinking. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Uh, first question comes from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. By the way, super radio voice just now. Yeah, the best. All the radio. Hey, Jason Leo, Ty from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast here. Getting my question a little early in case you're on the forum because 269 is going to be fun and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get my question on time with all the excitement and whatever conspires tonight <laughs> who knows um my question for you this week what fighter are you looking most forward to watching that maybe not a lot of people know in the year 2022 let me know what you think love the show guys and that's it um not sure if this is a sexy sultry voice but i gave my best but let me know talk to you later uh i, mean, I will tie. i will let you know i got a little bit of a chub so enough yeah yeah enough, enough. Of, us ex- yeah. enough of us actually did, sexy, did his job um, <laughs> i have a feeling huh. i know what you're gonna pick so why don't you go first see if i'm right oh cool yeah um I feel like you say this for a few questions and it's always like spot on and I forget about this guy. All right, I'll give you time to remember uh, who you are going to pick. Thank you. Uh, or I can Thank just you. tell you who I think you're going to pick. But You can I tell me thinking, who I think I'm going to pick and be like, yeah, that's who. But go on. Um, yeah, I'll do mine. You'll see if you come up with something. Uh, mine that, I, that immediately came to mind when he said this was uh, Mohamed Mokayev. Um, he's a fighter... Originally born in Dagestan, but I think when he was like 10 or 12, moved to Manchester with his dad. So he's like grew up and trains in the UK. Um, he's like allergic to losing. He went like 29 and 0 as an amateur. And he's like five <laughs> or six one. and 0. Uh, I stole that phrase from Ariel. Ariel said that. Um, but he, he went on Ariel's show. The reason why this guy is fresh in my mind. First of all, I had a great interview where he was like, uh, he has like a like a fair amount of charisma, whatever you know, pretty good English. Um, and uh, T Cross texts me. <laughs> he texts me. He was like, "Hey, did you hear that Muhammad guy on uh, on Arrow Show?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Did you hear him rip ass about three times?" And I was like, "What are you kidding me?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." sends me a clip like he rewinds the podcast records it sends him a clip he's talking and he goes yeah to be honest with you bro <laughs> i was like how did i miss that <laughs> so yeah dark horse and fart horse also dark uh, horse and fart horse <laughs> title of this episode dark horse <laughs> can you imagine what if we should name the episode fart horse <laughs> perfect i love it i don't know if that's like good <laughs> People are gonna be like, but it's a name of course i don't know what's gonna do this um, oh whatever we talk we talk about pegging so little now yeah that's true i mean yeah i would say for me like that's normal how about <laughs> pegging is like, 
Fart Horse. Yeah, fuck it. The name of this podcast is Fart Horse. Yeah, I love it. Not uh, only the name of this episode, this podcast is now called Fart Horse. Okay, weirdly enough, I was going to uh, you know what? My choice was going to be that a lot of, not a lot of people know, but unfortunately, he dropped a god dang seven uh, track mixtape on YouTube. Um, oh, shit, dude. So, unfortunately, a lot of people do know about him. because Yeah, Tyron, specifically from the mixtape. <laughs> yeah, because Tyron, Tyron Woodley, uh, if Tyron Woodley would never done it, then everyone would be like, ha Bryce Mitchell. But because Tyron Woodley did, everyone's like, oh. <laughs> everyone's like, okay, we have another rapper. Like, uh, Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose Bryce Mitchell probably for me, just because, uh, you know, um, I like problematic people. They make me happy. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Legit they thought uh, you were gonna say Tom Aspinall. Oh shit! I feel like you've said that at least once or twice. I think uh, twice. Yeah, and, yeah, like for similar questions, and I've been like, "Oh, that's a good one." So I was expecting you to say Tom. You know, Aspinall. actually, the more like I said, it's probably like I said because because a lot of people now know Bryce Mitchell more. <laughs> um, people always did. People, dude, from that fucking I gave him before it came out, he was like super problematic. His yeah. friggin', uh, I gave him the line of the year in 2019 in my my fighter awards, and he was like, "Reba, I told you I want some camo shorts." The, that whole that whole fucking uh, interview, post fight interview, when he was like, "I'm from Arkansas," and everyone says, "Arkansas, you ain't worth a piss." <laughs> like, ain't worth a piss for some reason it was so funny to me. And he was like, "Every time you put a microphone in front of my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas and Reba." I thought it was a camo shorts. <laughs> Dude, he fucking blew up from that. Yeah. I, so yeah, he's. Um, I saw his commercial. Uh, he did for that that car <laughs> that car company. Yeah, you didn't see it. You had Maybe, to have seen it. I you feel definitely like I have did. seen I just it. Can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, you know what, Tom. Yeah, but the thing is, no. Yeah, Tom Aspinall is probably it. I think a lot of people don't. I, I we, we've already talked about this but yeah you know we, we talked about his athleticism of at a heavyweight at a heavyweight and he's just really super athletic yeah uh, the, the for, speed and the explosiveness for being for being like the way he looks it, it's pretty mad like he's super fast like yeah. his hands are really really fast so it's all that training at kfc yeah fighting <laughs> at kfc ufc kfc i don't care bro you know that reminds me uh you gotta watch or listen to Ariel's interview with Chris Curtis from he's interviewed him twice. He interviewed him after the Phil Hawes win and now after the Brendan Allen win. Mm-hmm. Bro, he talked about fucking knocking someone out at KFC because they made fun of his hair. <laughs> it was so funny. Or was he, I don't know if he said he knocked him out, but he said he fucking because I, I think someone was talking about Sean Strickland or whatever. He was like, No, I'm kind of a scumbag too. Like, I fucking <laughs> I don't know, he, or something like that. It was like He's like, I, 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 mean, I used to have blonde hair. Uh, he's like, I was, I was, I was blonde Brunson before there was blonde, blonde Brunson. And this guy was like talking shit on my hair. And I was like saying like Cisco and making dong song jokes. I was like, you fucking say one more thing about the hair is going to be a problem. And he said one more thing. And I started beating the shit out of him. That's what you got to do. That's what yeah. you got to do. But uh, okay. Yeah. Tom Aspen. Actually, that's my answer. Chris Curtis is mine. Now I think about it. He's making waves. So many people are like, oh yeah, Chris Curtis. But He's still like just barely breaking in the UFC, even though he's been fighting for a long ass time. Yeah. The fucking chicken and waffle story at PFL is amazing. Have you heard this story? No. First of all, he retired twice in one night, which was unreal. He loses to, uh, I forget, I think I want to say it was Magomed Magomedov, 
who mm-hmm. they who has won the PFL million dollar tournament like twice. So I call him Maga Millions. He loses, retires in the cage. He's like, uh, I, I'm done. You know, I've had a long career. Like, I'm done. Literally goes to the buffet. Uh, I think it's a buffet or some restaurant in the hotel that they're staying at. Uh, gets a chicken and waffle slider, like a little waffle sandwich with chicken in the middle, like a little chicken yep. and waffle slider. And he's like about to put it in his mouth and Ray Sefo, the, the like Dana White-ish figure of PFL, the president or whatever, is like, we need you to fight. Mogamet's hurt. You got to fight Ray Cooper. <laughs> like, and you gotta is like, he didn't really have to, like, but I guess they made him an offer and he was like, oh, okay. He literally like didn't have his mouth guard for some reason. He threw it away or whatever. And so he, he took Sean Strickland's mouth card and put it in hot coffee so that it would soften up, probably to sanitize it as well, but soften up so that he could form it to his mouth and fucking thought Ray Cooper got, I think, knocked out or finished. Uh, and I'm, done, reti- I'm done again. Yeah, retired again, same night, which is like, obviously, even if he won that, well, I mean, if he won, maybe, but like, he was just like, uh, okay, yeah, I'll do this other fight. And then it's okay. I'm still retired guys. Just a reminder, but it's wild. So yeah, Chris Kerr is probably, probably my answer for that. All right. Thank you, Ty. I was like, we, we have kind of a lot of questions compared to what we've, what we've been getting. So I was like, let's breeze through them. And then we just spent like 15 minutes on Ty's question. Um, Here's a, a nice little question from our girl Cakes. Actually, I don't know if there's a question, but it's a nice comment. Hey, it's Cakes. I'm really upset right now. I can't believe it. The upset of Nunez. I just, I can't. I don't know. Do you think she gave up because she wasn't prepared or something? It's just a little too quick for me. And uh, yeah, love your guys' show. Love you guys. Have a great rest of your night. I had to get this in before everybody else did. And that's just how it is. Okay, bye. I wanted to, she she sent in two. And I think they're kind okay. of related. So I wanted to play they the both, second yeah. one real quick. Hey, good morning, guys. This is Cakes. I am still upset. And I just, I need to ask, do you feel that Nunez gave up? Like, what the fuck? Double down. I'm so sorry for my language, but what the fuck? I woke up and I'm just like, I can't. I don't even. I don't even know. I mean, I feel like any, you know, goat could adjust to 27 jabs to the face, and that stat is not, you know, accurate. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, I can't. Anyway, guys, have a good week. Thanks for putting up with my bananas. All right, bye. First of all. I messaged her about this. Like, what does put up with my bananas mean? <laughs> also, she's all of us. Like, mentally, that's where we're <laughs> all at. What I love is that she asked the same question in two <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, like, I knew she asked it in the second one. I couldn't remember if she asked in the in the first one. That's why I was like, well, I don't think it's a question. <laughs> it's the only question she asked. But what I love about it is the same, like, I don't know. Did she give up? I don't know. Maybe. Hey, good morning, guys. Did Amanda give up? <laughs> like, like it's haunting her dreams like, since it happened. She's like, I think it's Amanda like, gave up. Did any of those fuckers <laughs> give up? I mean, like for real, like, okay. And that's what's so funny. Me and Dave L were talking, we're, we're texting 
and he was like it was weirdly fast and i agree like it was weird like the the tap and everything the way that everything kind of went down i was like oh okay yeah here's and even and even her talking about it afterwards like you know what i mean so didn't seem she really didn't seem super bummed at all (laughs) she was like okay let's go i was like what (laughs) yeah here's here's my quick thoughts on it uh definitely not definitely not underprepared she she's an american top team and i I heard ryan say this on his show as well like the best facility in the world pretty much like you can you can have conversations about like who's the more dominant gym right now it could be others but in terms of facility and staff american top team is like yeah you know cream of the crop right now um so she was definitely prepared and and i i'm gonna credit this gentleman the my, my homie freelance goon for this analysis Amanda was able to go five rounds in a lot of her other fights because she was controlling the pace in this fight, at least at a certain point, like Amanda started a little bit, but once Juliana started dictating the pace, that's what got Amanda sort of back to her. Old way. Cause like that used to be a knock on Amanda's that she would gas. Mm-hmm. Juliana made her gas. And I think she, she in a sense gave up because she submitted like, she tapped like she didn't go to sleep and she actually tapped submitted but i don't think she gave up in the sense that she like quit on herself or whatever i think she was tired so yeah. she was like got the rear naked choke i think she was already out of breath when it got slapped on and was like oh i can't fucking fight this like yeah 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 i don't know i mean it is i mean it 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 did feel very strange. Yeah. I, I I I do remember watching it and watching her post fight like i said she didn't seem too bummed about it so which, yeah you I mean, the other thing was what uneasy is the head that wears the crown that's what i think it was like she was just relieved she's like oh the pressure of being champ is gone like same thing with rose after she got spiked by andrash in her post fight interview she was like cool i'm not the champ anymore like you know what i mean yeah 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 Yeah. so great great double question cakes thank you so much for asking the exact same question twice and just the way that it was asked i'm very it made me very it tickled me because it was just so like the like i said it just yeah. haunting your life of just like like the second half you're like did she give up and then the morning like hey good morning guys i'm still asking the same yeah. questions still wondering <laughs> we're still we're all trying to figure still want to know yeah we're all trying to figure out who did this yeah yeah we're all trying to figure trying to find, out yeah we're all it. trying to find the guy who did this right yeah two i think you should leave references in one question i think that's a record that is a record all right well thank you so much ones. for yeah and ah, and some of the bet the the better yeah. sketches I'm, ladies and gentlemen I'm, I'm i'm glad that i play those back to back because chronologically like someone else sent in another one and normally i go there like <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny i couldn't stop laughing because of the idea of someone being so so literally bamboozled by what just happened <laughs> like i said she's all of us in that yeah. moment yeah yeah um, were you about to say something as well? You were like, ladies and gentlemen, but then I was like, no, okay, no, that's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, this next question is from the homie Kairos. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> what in the world? Now, <laughs> uh, this ang- this question is angled more towards the people who are like, I told you guys Juliana could do it. I told <laughs> those people. No. Do those people need to be 
cheered and like given their roses and champion for picking Juliana Pena over Amanda Nunes? Or do they need <laughs> some attention? Because if we're going to be honest here, <laughs> I don't think it's reasonable to be an MMA fan and watch this sport and to a pick Juliana Pena. But that's just <laughs> What do you guys think? <laughs> the laughing so, through it's the yeah. laughing throughout for me. <laughs> it's like, so <laughs> it's, it's so funny. And to be honest with you, I mean, like, uh, oh boy, I mean, I, I I get the energy. Here's my take on this. I, I thought a lot about this because obviously I was bullish on Amanda winning as well. Like the sentiment of what Kyra said, like, how can you like I would have said that before the fight, like, how can you be an MMA fan and call yourself like someone who watches this sport regularly and think that two plus two does not equal four. Amanda Nunes is going to smash. Like that said, if you predicted Juliana Pena, not just of like, cause like, so I get it. Like some people have like connection to like such a hometown, like she's yeah. from, you know, Spokane, Washington area. Um, you know, or she now lives and trains in Chicago, I think. So mm-hmm. if you have a connection to the Chicago area, you may feel something uh, maybe from Venezuela. She's the Venezuelan vixen. But if you ha- if, like, if you had the like analysis right, then I think you deserve some little bit of credit. I mean, obviously the, you know, if you're an Amanda fan like us, like you're going to probably be annoyed that people are like, oh, I told you so, I told you so. But like, if you, if you kind of predict it in the way that like, uh, she's going to pressure her and that's going to gas her out or something like that. That's what happened. And like, that's like some people called it like that. Like not just say I picked her, like actually mm-hmm. called it um, like that. And uh, you know, I think that is their problem. That said, given how I still view it, I'm in, like in the, in the rematch, which is pretty much inevitable. I'm still going to pick Amanda. And like, I was thinking about this too. Uh Chell Chell said this before how like certain dominant champions lose they're still like betting favorites in the rematch which is crazy to think that like the person who won is the underdog in a rematch but sometimes it's like you kind of think it's crazy You're like oh we need to see that again hold on like Anderson Silva Chris Weidman well let's let's be honest of a big one that's about to come up Max and, and Volk three two wins for for Volkanovski and who knows what, what the line betting lines are going to be for yeah. that. But I can tell you, it's going to be pretty close. I'm not going to lie. Like It's probably going to be pretty close, yeah. So Is that fight definitely happening, though? Like, I feel yeah. like... Yeah, okay. it's, hap- it's supposed to be happening in March. That, I mean, as far as... Oh, really? I, I think that, like, they've made that full announcement saying, like, it's... Okay. Fully signed. So we will have to wait and see. But I'm pretty sure that's that's what we're getting. But I'm just saying, like, like to your point of that... Volkanovski won... T- wise and yeah. I'm, I'm telling you the betting line is going to be a lot closer than than it should be for someone who just won twice just saying uh, yeah I, I would expect that Volk would would at least be a slight favorite but I, you're you're right it's not going to be like but what I wouldn't it should be, surpri- be for someone yeah. who's up two and I, in a series but I wouldn't be surprised if if Max somehow comes out as a favorite I would not be surprised yeah maybe it'll be a pick I was actually like I don't usually get into the odds at all Unless, like, I noticed something like a massive disparity, like Amanda and Juliana. <clears throat> but um, um, my brother-in-law is big into, like, the odds and stuff and, and makes bets sometimes. You notice that Dan Ige and Josh Hammond, I think they call it a pick when they're both at a minus, 
it was like like Emma was minus 105, Ige was minus 125, or maybe they was flipped or something like that, where they're basically even odds. Uh, and like there's there's no quote unquote underdog. So this is what I will say about the Juliana Pena fans that are saying, like, I told you so, I told you so. I need to hear their other takes. That's 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 <laughs> yeah, more, that's that's fair. that's more important to me. Cause you're right. I mean, because Carlos if you're just like that contrarian. Yeah, then, well, it was yeah. E- was even saying like, do you know? Should we give them props, or or do they just need attention? So, yeah, I think we can cut to the do they just need attention with their other takes because just saying I told you so, Julian. Of course, like that of just being a contrarian, or they're like, no, I thought you know uh, the reason why Charles was going to win, or the reason why this is going to happen, yeah. or you know, like I need to hear those other things. But just saying like, you're right. I I'm so right about Julian. I'd be like, okay, great. What else have you been right about? Nothing, but you know, I love it. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you're absolutely right. Like it, it depends on the people. Like some, some people probably do need to like sit the fuck down. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but some people do deserve their props. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's, 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 it's right a right grab, for. it's a grab bag, but I will say that a, a good amount of them, I'm very curious just to see if they picked it uh, over under for Justin kiss shitting herself. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Neither was I. Yeah. You surprised yourself? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it was hard. All right. Was, uh, here we go. <clears throat> the next question we have on deck is our homie from Ireland, Ben Kylie, the dive master. All right. Buenos Diaz Jabronis. It's Ben Kylie here from the Hindbite MMA podcast. MMA referee of the year, Herb Dean. <laughs> MMA referee of the year, Herb Dean. MMA referee of the year, Herb Dean. Just like UFC champion Juliana Pena, that phrase will never sound right to me. Although I will say that stoppage that everyone was all up in arms over on Twitter about, I actually thought that was pretty good. But mm. one more time, MMA referee of the year, Herb Dean. <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> Oh, that's it. That's yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> well, I was listening to this uh, when he sent it in uh, before the show. That was my exact reaction. I was like, "What? The, there's not more to that." <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, for me, I, I mean, we'll give ours uh, at the end. I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna give my. I'm gonna give my my. For me, it's hers hog. Yeah, hers hog. Mm-hmm. I saw. It I is. saw what you did there. I I was yeah. picking it up. I didn't miss yeah. it at all. Oh, it is. But but yeah. for actually for me, it actually is Jason. Herzog. No, yeah, absolutely. It, it actually is. Um, yeah. I think I think uh, you know we, we talk about um, as the year goes on and and we talk about like refs need to be praised whenever they do good stoppages and stuff like that. Like yeah. Like it, it's a tough gig, and whenever you're you're not on the radar, you sh- you're the most on the radar at the end of the year. Is how it should be. If yes. you're not on the radar um then you're and and herzog this year entirely i i don't yeah that his last bad stoppage for me or or even a moment where i was like hey what's going on there was the anthony smith glover to share fight and that was in 2020 yeah, so this so year he's been the, off the radar the picture of of perfection yeah of a great of a great ref so yeah. um to to you know i think it's kind of like Took points uh, away in that one fight i think mm-hmm, it was the alex mm-hmm. caceres mm-hmm Fight, whatever he was facing yeah uh but yeah uh, yeah. yeah i don't know a lot of yeah yeah herb dean was on the radar a lot of times this year so so for him to won it is a little 
No, you know, honestly, it's because it, it, it's fan voted, and like, yeah, some of the people that vote on theirs are like not really, yeah, incels. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even be upset too much because I didn't vote. Yeah. Like, if we're yeah. using that whole analogy, like, if you don't vote, you can't complain. Like, I didn't vote. Yeah, but we're gonna give. But it I remember. Awards. I mean, I I usually do. Like, I I don't remember voting for ref. I we're feel like I give... definitely voted for like Laura Senko for something. Yeah, we're gonna give our own yeah. stuff. So anyway, we're the awards that matter. Yeah, so where we don't even worry about it. Our we awards matter. and Ben's award. Ben, I'm gonna go on his show for the start of 2022. We're gonna do the fucking golden for raspberries. Cannot Can't wait. Can't wait to listen wait. to that episode. Uh, but thank you, Ben, for the question. And by question, we mean shitting on Herb D- Herb Dean. Yep, Herb Dean. <laughs> MMA referee of the year, Herb Dean. MMA <laughs> Oh, so good. All right. Here is the homie Rhino. Did I do that last week? I feel like I did. Anyway, maybe. Hey, Juice and Leo. It's a big homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So, uh, Juice and Leo, on my show, I got asked what I thought next was going to be happening for Dominic Cruz in his career after his great performance last night. The one that I want to see the most is Sugar Sean O'Malley, dude. I want to see Dom Cruz versus Sugar Sean at 135. I want to see them. I want to, I want the whole build up right. I want the shit talking to be incredible. And then once they're actually in the cage, I think it's a fantastic matchup, which I have my own opinion on how that would go. But I'd love to hear your guys' opinion on how you think a matchup between Dominic Cruz and Sugar Sean O'Malley would go actually in the cage, how it would play out, what would happen. Happen. love to hear you guys perspective love you guys love the show talk to you later uh <clears throat> i mean thank you rhino for the question great question uh, especially because specifically because of um dominic cruz's performance last night against uh pedro i was expecting pedro to kind of maul him but um god in the first like 10 seconds of that fight they were moving so incredibly similar to each other i was like what is like the 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 bounce back and the jump back i was like they're they're mirroring each other it's really weird it's really cool to watch it was almost like Um, that was pedro's strategy like well i'm just gonna do the same shit like you know they both like were bouncing the exact same way i was like this is really cool um how i think it will go is uh I, I think that it will trip. I think uh, Sean will get tripped up a little bit, but not much. I, I, I think yeah. he's got he, his hands are really incredibly powerful. Um, so if it's if it's going to be a three round or a five round, um, you know, main event, um, I, yeah, I, I see Sean. I see Sean figuring it out uh, and landing uh, landing a good a good shot on on Dom. Um, that's here's, really how I see it. Yeah. Here's my thing. Dominic Cruz is a better fighter, or he at least was a better fighter. Mm-hmm. And he's got more tools in the toolbox than Sean O'Malley. Mm-hmm. And his legacy, it might like obviously it's still yet to be written for Sean, at least completely. Like I think at the end of the day, like Dom is you know, the best man in white of all time, at least in terms of like accomplishments and what he did for the division like he's still like my bantamweight you know goat if you want to say that right now where they're in their career i think o'malley flatlines him and i hate to say those words but he's gonna find that chin if pedro munoz can wobble dom like he did and draw like 
John O'Malley's gonna find that chin, boy. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna find yeah, he's that gonna chin. Destroy it. Yeah. And like D- Dominic Cruz isn't, you know, especially like in the Casey Kenny fight, and he did a little bit more in this fight, but Dominic Cruz isn't really doing Dominic Cruz stuff. He isn't mm-hmm. doing that like sort of slip and 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 people have figured him out. Yeah. And he's having to kind of reinvent his style. And like I just I don't think that's gonna work on Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley's too good at like cutting off the cage and dictating the pace. Well, I mean, honestly, I think it's a very exciting matchup. Absolutely. Like, however long it lasts, it's going to be exciting. And I, I hope to God that Dom would win, but I don't, I just can't see it. I just, I see just fucking yeah, similar like, to the Paiva fight, if I'm honest, yeah. or I see, yeah, I see, I see, fight. Yeah, we see, like, um, yeah, we, no I just see chin that good. Yeah. Boy, when's Chris Moutinho fighting again? I think he got a fight book. I don't. I don't know when, but I, I remember seeing it announced. Excited for that. I'm excited to see how he does because yeah. he he really really stood stood. What to be next week? And we just have no fucking idea. No, oh man, would that be great? We just look at the card like. Anyway. Oh, Chris Moutinho. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I totally agree. I think that I think that that Sean's going to find the chin and and Dom's going to try to do a lot of head movement and stuff like that. And I still think that probably in the second round, Sean's going to be like, okay, got it. I'm picking up what you're putting down because I'm about to put you down. Okay, I'm just double checking. He's not fighting next week. So okay, cool. <laughs> what I felt really dumb. Uh, thank you, Rhino, for the question. Definitely go check out his podcast. He's got an interview with uh, what's her name is Jamie Lynn, and I the last name escapes me, but she just won the flyweight belt for LFA. Great interview. She's a Canadian, eh? From the great province of British Columbia, in the great city of Vancouver. Um, love yeah. our love our Canadian homies. Yeah. Speaking of Canadian homies, our boy last minute Larry D. Kronz slid in with this one. Let's hear it. Right on time as always. What's going on, Juice Leo? What's up, bros? Um, just a couple quick things. Um, that little bitch that poked Jillian in the eye. Oh my god. What, how do we handle violations like that? Like, what do you think that warrants? Like, well, what do you think should be done there? That really pissed me off. Um, secondly, Blanchfield, <clears throat> steamrolling Maverick like that, 22 years old. Man, are we looking at a future champ? I think so. Uh, Dominic Cruz, man, he really rubs me the wrong way. Oh, fuck. Um, and uh, what does Cody do now? I keep watching the fight ending sequence and uh, Kai putting it on him. That was a lovely thing to watch. I wish the ref just let nature take its course. I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Love you guys. Can't wait to listen to the show. Bro, <laughs> I love Decron's questions so much. Let nature take its course. Let That's nature great. take its course. First of all, he didn't do it this week, but sometimes he'll he'll like message me like oh, I'm gonna send one and I'm just having trouble thinking about it. And then he'll somehow like fire off like four questions in like the the minute time frame that anchor gives us, which is which is wild to me. Um hope we're not missing it anyway. Oh, the first question I definitely remember was that little as he put that little bitch that stuck her thumb in Jillian's eye. Honestly, like I was glad that I didn't watch that live. That was the only fight I missed. I was glad that I didn't watch it live because like, what the fuck? But I saw the finish. I saw what he's talking about where she's clearly putting her thumb and big and Chris, time. Chris Tony uh, swatted her hand away. I actually have word of from T cross our, our the, the gold standard for this podcast of like what you should do as a ref. 
um because he's had the fucking training um which we actually were talking a lot about um holly and misha here we go here we go he just takes me out of nowhere no, I don't know where. Obviously, he's watching the fights, but I was a little bit running late. He goes, Chris, I only missing more than one blatant intentional eye poke. And I'm like, oh, I'm running late. Blah, blah, blah. He said, Robertson had a rear naked choke, and the girl blatantly stuck her thumb in Jillian's eye, not once, but twice. Rogan called her out on the broadcast, but still bad. I mean, he swatted her hand away, but that's absolutely not something you swat the hand away for. That's a DQ call. And And, and on the one hand, like, I mean, obviously, like like I said, he's knows the rules and things like that. So I can't say that I don't vehemently agree. But on the one hand, I'm like, yes, I agree. On the other hand, I'm like, that kind of robs her of a definitive finish, uh, her being Jillian. And, uh, and I, I absolutely think that, like, she should be cut for that. Like, there's no fucking way like she should still be fighting in the UFC. Like that's kind of thing. Like Paul Daly hitting Josh Koshek after the bell immediately cut. Yeah. But this kind of shit, like there, I think the ref, the ref, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a call that you say where like, Oh yeah, she's going to get the win anyway. It's kind of like Kevin Lee versus Michael Chiesa where Yamasaki called it a bit early. And Michael was like, I wasn't out, even though he looked like he was out. Um, uh, yeah. But I mean, like, even if it's a DQ at the end of the time, unfortunately, all I got to say is check the tape, bud. So <laughs> as much as you'd like to believe that it, it, it does take away the definitive win, I would just say, check the tape. Cause it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, ga- the gouge came. Like, Cause the, re- the rest of the sequence is maybe 10 seconds more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. for, for, before the whole thing happened before it was all over. Um, so as much as it does rob her of a definitive win of a DQ for Juliana. Um, Jillian. Jillian, yeah, Juliana. I don't care. Um, no, don't fucking. The point is, is that, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, no. Uh, but like I said, it's just unfortunately, like, check the tape. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, as much as fair enough, it, it's it's kind of like the similar concept of Sean O'Malley and his leg. You know, Cheeto was whooping the shit out of you know Sean O'Malley. You know what I mean? Like, and everyone's like, yeah. he lost that fight. Everyone, everyone unanimously agrees that Sean O'Malley lost that fight. But, Everyone but Sean O'Malley agrees. Right. That that's, what, that well, that's what I'm saying. It's like check the tape, but yeah. sorry, but check check the tape. You were losing that fight. So same thing with this. Like even if it was a DQ, granted, um, you know that, that she should be like it was yeah. pretty intense. Like because it, it was in deep, and then I was like, okay, like she'll just do. But then she was like, hmm, I'm gonna get out of this somehow, and I was like, oh, that kicked in. <laughs> You know, what I just remembered though. You know who's done that and is still fighting in the UFC? Greg the Hardy? fucking lead. Well, I mean, Greg Hardy just whatever. He boy. shouldn't even have ever been there in the first place. But Lee Jingliang, the leech, fought Jake oh, Matthews. Yeah. Jake Matthews had him in a deep guillotine, and the leech is fucking with both hands, just gouging those eyes. Yeah. Just fucking gouging those eyes, and the ref is like, "Yeah, that's that's allowed." Yeah, so I can't yeah. remember who the ref was. It fucking completely fucked that up. Herb Dean. Um, uh, let's keep moving. <laughs> MMA ref of the year. What were his other uh, questions? Yeah, he he had a ton. Uh, I think he said, "What's next for Cody?" Remember, nature takes its course. 
Yeah, I don't know. Meh. Blanchfield. Oh, but Blanchfield. Future champ, it's hard to say because of the division, and it, it depends on how they uh, schedule her next matchups and how they, if they rush her, you know what I mean? Because I was actually listening to, shout out to the homie Unmatched MMA, he actually had Maverick on his show, and um, she was saying how like she she took this fight uh, because she's been wanting a fight and she's been in camp for just a fight, just trying to get ready. And like took this opportunity on short notice. I think uh, Macy Barber pulled out, which makes me sad. Like Blanchfield would have been doing that to Macy Barber. Um, uh. Fucking Maverick had a good point of like, it's like kind of like prospect versus prospect matches. Like you're killing off one prospect. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't think we should be fighting each other this young in our career. Like we should be fighting. Like she's been fighting some of the older fighters. And, and I was like, yeah, okay. Like I get it. Uh, and now it kind of feels like, yeah, okay, well, now they're going to f- put – hopefully they put uh, Aaron Blanchfield up with with someone who is going to, like, give her a slower build and, you know, maybe they won't rush her because as great as I think Aaron Blanchfield is, seeing what she did to Maverick, I don't think she's ready for Valentina. So she could be a future champ of something, but not of – uh, not over Valentina. Then again, we're living in a world where fucking Juliana Pena just beat a man news. Like, what yeah, the fuck do yeah. I know? It's true. And then what do you do with Cody? Just cut him. Honestly, yeah. maybe he should also retire, but like, cut him. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a tough, tough, tough thing to kind of come to that realization. And like Cody, you know, had you know, you know, the the Asunsal knockout is pretty, pretty great um yeah that happened that you know but i mean like overall yeah just i don't know maybe give him like one or two more fights and then just eh. yeah maybe give him uh one or two more fights with like the toughest matchups you can possibly imagine yeah and that's it and just and cut then, him loose. yeah just cut him loose okay just cut him i will say he looked better on the scale than i thought I was thinking about that because that picture that came out with his weight cut, like how drained he looked that early on. And we're like, oh, that's not good. But showed up on the scale looking looking pretty good. Uh, And then on fight night, he hydrated enough to like where I wasn't worried. But then, I mean, I was not that I was ever worried for him. (laughs) Like I wanted him to lose. But I'm just saying like I wasn't like thinking we could. I didn't didn't, ever think the weight cut would be an excuse seeing, you know, what we saw Agreed. so yeah cody bye that's what yeah. we should do yeah thank you d crons you're the fucking man um check my notes here i know we got a few more oh i'm literally getting a call that i think is uh mma catfish i just sent a voicemail flea he'll leave a voicemail but in the meantime uh, I got a DM from our homie Scott Nolan, which we are going to uh, play on the, uh, well, not play. <laughs> read. It's a DM. I'm going to read it. Uh, words are hard. Uh, <laughs> he says, Juice and Leo, long time no right. I've got a question that's very important to the sport and want a serious answer. How the heck have you guys been? Miss you guys, love you guys, and love the show. Good. How the heck have we been? 
missing you, Scott. That's how we've been. Yeah, uh, we've been, uh, we've been, we've been great. Uh, honestly, I was fucking really sick yeah. last week and now the week the before. I'm on the mend. Got a little bit of a cough now, but no, not so bad. Well, yeah, a little bit of a cough. I mean, you probably knows I've been turning off my camera and going on mute so I can take care of that. Right, but, hack up some lungs. Yeah, yeah hack but... up part of my lung. But uh, other than that, honestly, and the only thing that was a bummer of that, other than the fact that it was the sickest I've probably ever been, uh, I had to cancel an audition, which I always hate doing. Yeah, it is pretty bad. I do hate doing that as well. Um, yeah, no, I've been doing good. I shot a commercial. It was fun. Just did that recently. Yes. It was a really, really great time. Um, I have an audition for something else on Monday for another type of commercial. Going home to see my my going to see my son for Christmas. I'm here in Arizona. It's it's been it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that been, for you. It's been great. I'm not gonna lie. It's been it's been awesome, and um, and we can only hope for more awesome things to happen in the new year, and also for you as well, Scott. Fucking a. Uh, thank you for the question, Scott. And I also have a question from our homie, Phil, the MMA dude. Oh, okay. He says, thoughts on how Amanda's loss could damage the UFC's appeal to free agent Kayla Harrison. Kayla would likely be offered the smallest amount of money between UFC Bellator and PFL, but the opportunity to be the one to dethrone Amanda seemed to appeal to Kayla in particular. Now that Nunes has lost, will Kayla be more interested in taking more money, say, at Bellator, finding Cyborg instead? And I, like, I had to read that a couple times to understand. Like, he meant the UFC of, of the three UFC, Bellator, PFL. UFC would likely be offering the smallest amount just because they're like, yeah, the prestige. They're, they're like, the UFC. You know, um, uh, ooh, I, I honestly like think Bellator would be the move anyway. Yeah. First of all, like Kayla's always talked about, uh, like wanting like they, they feel like pfl invested in a 155 division pfl invested in her like the ufc hasn't really invested in the 145 pound division bellator on the other hand has like mm -hmm. if you're looking at the landscape of that whole division like you could honestly say like the best 145ers in the world right now are in bellator and maybe yeah. someone invicta as well but like they're the ones that have an actual division yeah, and, get, and not only that, like she's going to be treated by Scott, like a queen by Scott Coker, like like yeah, the queen get, she is right now. I know you hate that, absolute queen, Kayla Harrison. Get paid, yeah. Get get paid more. Like forget it. Like yeah, if, get if that the, bag. Get that. Yeah, paid don't more. have her in the in the audience because you think Amanda's going to lose. Then when Amanda loses, you're like, well, like you know oh. that 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 fireworks fight is. Gonna, it's like nope. Yeah, just go go take. Go take Scott Coker's deal because it's going to be better. super awkward because that's her teammate as well. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so just go. No, just go Go with Bellator. They're going to pay you more. And eventually, if you don't like it and you start winning there again and there becomes, a, uh, you know, Amanda comes back and does becomes dominant again. Or if someone starts to become dominant again, Kayla can just be like, okay, I'll just go over there uh, whenever UFC wants. Dana White will be like, yeah, we'll just exactly. buy you. Yeah. So she can build her name in, in Bellator, get paid do well and honestly better competition as well like the, yeah the people she's fighting in pfl she's run through yeah there's always been a knock on her uh and so she's gonna get tested in bellator and and be more ready for the ufc when the when absolutely the time comes. so yeah i think we're talking about anyway yeah yeah 100 great question phil he actually has one more he says what to make of randy costa's defeat what's his ceiling at bantamweight how far can he go he looked great in his first round against Yanez, but lock, looked lost at all times last night. 
Yeah, I was thinking about this when they were reading his stats. Like, if he wins, he wins in the first round. And, like, within, I think they said, like, three minutes was his longest win or something like that. Mm -hmm. If not, if he doesn't get you out of there in that time, it's going to have a tough time, Randy Costa. It's going to have a tough time. And and Tony Kelly absolutely had his way with him. Uh, Turns out Tony Kelly is a fucking idiot, but whatever. Got the bows to answer to – I don't know. I can't imagine his ceiling, like you say, especially with a stat like that. It's a little much, especially when it's like if he does, if he makes it past the first round, he's not winning. It's like okay, like right. And honestly, like it, it doesn't even look like he's necessarily fading, mm-hmm. uh, like card, like cardio wise or energy. Like I just think mm-hmm. maybe it's a mental thing where he's like, uh, this doesn't usually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm usually winning by now. Yeah, that's what happened with the NS specifically. That's See, specifically pistol, what happened. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, that's not how this go doesn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's canceled. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, um, Randy Costa should go work on his career. It's hard. Like people on like MMA Twitter love Randy Costa because he like interacts with people and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know, people love. It. Don't get the appeal for me. It's a right wing yeah. weirdo, and it is what it uh, is. honestly. Go to the go to CFFC or wherever the fuck and, and work on your um car. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole. I should stop. Anyway, dude. Uh, thank you, Phil. Good <laughs> guys, go check out Split Decision Podcast. Does great stuff. And you have a question from uh Dave L. Dave good L. buddy of the uh, of the podcast. Um, his question is which uh, I know you're not a fan of these types of questions, but I do love them. Uh, and I think it's a good one. He said, uh, Charles versus Khabib, who you got and why? Oh, I, I'm not, not a fan. I mean, Khabib it's only barbershop. just retired. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is barbershop, but it's not like Charles versus BJ Penn in their prime. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah, that's what I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of like, oh, Khabib versus GSP. In the that's what I'm not. But yeah. Charles versus Khabib, because I was actually thinking about like that's going to be the only thing, like until he gets maybe three or four defenses, maybe if he beats Islam, because some people think that's like Khabib in a different body or whatever. Like right, right, right. Until he gets past that, people are going to be like, oh, that's cool. Didn't beat Khabib though. You know yeah. What I mean? Like yeah. And so, I think honestly, it sucks because like, I want to say Charles. But it's one of those things where kind of sounds stupid not picking Khabib. I agree. I I have to agree with you on that as well. I just think like we're talking about the uh, the overwhelming pressure. Like I said, the only weapon. Like it's it's it the ground game part is the weapon that I'm like maybe Charles, but it just simply like Khabib's mauling status and the way that he did everyone dirty um is the is the x factor is the mall is the, is the, the strength and mall look at the paul felder fight yeah paul felder got got in his guard super mm-hmm. disrespectful and landed these elbows from the top mm-hmm. you don't think habib is going to take him down and line some some ground and pound yeah yeah Khabib is just too i think he's just too strong just physically too strong for yeah. for charles i think that charles would have a lot of um success and i, I and you know could be yeah. it's just the mauling factor it's the, it's that the ground game and and charles is really dangerous on the ground but like yeah. Khabib has been 
his ground game of wrestling is just so powerful. Right. That's the thing is like Charles might be able to kind of move well on the ground, but, but Khabib can freeze him, like stop yeah. him. So that's where, that's where I think um, picking Khabib, that's where I'm at for that, that decision. Uh, yeah. And I'm honestly thinking about it, like the Charles versus Dustin fight and the, the Khabib versus Dustin fight, very similar. Like I think they both ended in the third round, both mm-hmm. were naked choke and both were like, you know differences you know dustin was like piecing up Oliveira in that first round or whatever but like it's it's one of those things where if if habib was still fighting i'd want to see it yeah i'd be 100%. like yeah let's make this fight i want to see it but if you ask me to make a prediction i'm going to say well habib probably does what he did to everyone else as well like mm-hmm. you know what i mean agreed agreed <laughs> All right. Um, so we actually uh, got a call from the homie MMA Catfish. And Was, what if he didn't leave a voicemail? That would be funny. No, he did, actually. Um, I'm going to play it right now. Hey, Julio. It's the MMA Catfish. How y'all doing? And all, I'm sad over Cody No Love because it's clear that he is dead. And the only thing we're left with is Cody Nochin. And as I mentioned, that makes me sad because he really seems like a nice guy with the whole kid with cancer thing, you know, like that shit's cool as fuck. And I really just want to see him do well. And clearly it's not going to happen. So like, what do we do with him next, man? I mean, maybe he wants to keep fighting. He can keep fighting. Like, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying like, where is this going? Because it seemed pretty damn sad. FMP. Honestly, I knew we went hard on him earlier, and I'm like, yeah, cut him. Just fucking whatever. This matchup, in my opinion, was always going to go this way. Like, Kai Car Francis is just a superior striker. He's got power in his hands. And it may be Cody, you know, the fact that it's his first flyweight as well. That said, there are winnable fights at flyweight for Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, Matt Schnell was supposed to fight tonight. Uh, I think Cody could be Matt Schnell. That's not definitive. I mean, I might even make a pick for Matt Schnell, but it would be more of a hard pick or whatever. But yeah, stylistically, it's possible that he wins that fight. Um, trying to think of uh, anyone else in that uh, division um, that I think Cody could be. Uh, there's probably a couple. I'm not going to, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there, there's definitely a good about it. It's just like, where, where it's like, where, what's the, where do we get a stakes raising, like a stake raising fight for him? Right. Yeah, it's just no. he's he's a former champion. He's got a name, and they're gonna. Th- he was he was ranked at bantamweight. They're gonna put him in with this. I think he, they put him in like a similar rank, uh, fight. So, you know, I'm trying to think if there's like a grappler that he can like avoid the grappling from, and and maybe knock him out. Whatever that is, it exists. If they really like. Maybe they're just trying to use his name to build other people at this point, but maybe it's the UFC doing them dirty. But if, if, you know, his manager can get him a better matchup, 
I, I think he can keep fighting. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. So thank you, Seth. I really appreciate that question. Definitely check out his podcast, Catfishing with the Tad Daddy, um, whenever he does make an episode. Is that it for other submissions? I know you had as the far one as from Dave. Voice, as far as voice yeah. goes, yeah, 100%. All right, so let's now dive into the Twitter forum. Uh, we actually have some Twitter questions for the first time in weeks. <laughs> Question from Richard Dubler at Tricky underscore Dick 86. He says, if Dustin never gets the undisputed title, is he the best fighter to never win one? He is in my book, either him or Dan and Henderson. Yeah, like the list of, of guys, it's always tough to make this. Like you have guys like Alexander Gustafson, who, in my opinion, beat John Jones in their first fight. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say yes if it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, but, you think it will happen? I think it will. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how, but, uh, He's got it in him. He's got, he's got it. Yeah, I know he does. I quite simply know that he has it, and I, it's well going to happen. And he will be retiring as champion. I think. I think that he okay. will. I think that he will get it and say, "I'm done." And I don't think anyone will be mad at him for it. And also, I was thinking about this too. Like that, that win over Max Holloway, this in their rematch where he won the interim title. Like, granted. Like Habib was the champion, and so no one ever thought that he was like better than Habib, really. I mean, obviously, I picked him to win. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. say that I didn't, and I, I thought he could get it done. But in terms of like dominance, like you know, it's Habib. So it was you know one of those things. Um, but he beat a champion. He beat a sitting champion. Max Holloway was the 145 pound champion at that time. He beat a sitting champion to get that belt. I never viewed that as like a paper title. That's a fucking real title. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that is 100%. That one specifically was a very real title. It wasn't like a placeholder. Yeah. It wasn't anything. He beat Max Holloway. So, yeah. Yeah. That guy's so, yeah. yeah. But if it, if it doesn't ever happen, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very simple. All right. Next question is from our girl, Ms. Pants. That's <laughs> Sandy Pants MMA. It says, what are we going to do with Cody? All that striking talent and no fucking chin. <laughs> Shaking my fucking head. I love watching the guy fight, but I'm tired of watching him get his ass beat. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm not tired of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kind of not, but. Uh, yeah, just, just keep him there. Just back keep and there forth for... between her and Johnny well, D. Which I don't think Johnny listens to the podcast, but. Well, like you, like you said, you know, there's tons of people that he probably could fight, but I think you're, I think it's like. I think because he is a former champion, because he's that, I think give him the toughest matchups that we can give because there's no other stakes. We have yeah. to, we have to, we can't give him like, we have to give him great up and comers. Like we, we have to, like as much as yeah. people are like, don't do it. It's like, no, you should, because, because we need to be able to see, you know what I mean? Like, and, and MMA is, you know, I mean, like so many like Dominic Cruz won last night. You know what I mean? Like the, the up, the ebb and flow of people's careers are so vastly different, but the ability for them not to get the a chance to fight again, they're not going to be cutting Cody, but they certainly should, should give him someone just as, as, as who has as much hype as Kai Carfran. Like, 
Watch them give the the doggy son guy that I said, Mohammed Mokayev. Watch them Great. give him that guy. <laughs> Great, perfect. Let's do it. Like I said, just give him as many of those like these people that are really, really got a little bit of fire behind them, and, and see if Cody can can be a gatekeeper. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Like I said, he didn't look bad on the scale, so he can make that weight safely. Yeah. Um, just depends on if he has the drive to continue to do that because clear, clearly weight cuts were easier at one thirty five. You know, so he wasn't going through that grueling camp to get down to that weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question is from Bobby Dazzler. He says, where now for Dustin? Simple question, but I just don't know. Too good for gatekeeper? Not good enough for another shot? Uh, it's it's Dustin, weird. Like Dustin I, and Chandler? Oh, that's a great fight, actually. Wow, great fight. Yeah. I'm gonna tweet that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that. Yeah. If, if anyone listening doesn't bump this, I'm gonna be mad. That's right, dump it. Who cares? No, um I'm tagging you, I'm giving you credit. Thank thank you. Uh yeah, I think that's a that's probably what's going to be next for him. Um, yeah. Because Connor doesn't care now or whatever, and nobody gives a shit about him anyway. So Connor, not Dustin. Um, yeah, Connor said Connor got is kind of fucked at this point as far as the decision he makes when he went to come back. He's got nothing, he's got he's got nothing that, that has any like. I mean, yeah. honestly, what we need to do, what we really need to do, what we really should have done a long time ago was the the Nate and him three a long, long time ago. That's that needs to get out. You mean Connor and Nate three? Yeah, that needs I was to say because honestly, I, I have a desire to see Dustin and Nate. Perfect. They were supposed yeah. to fight at MSG, and they're both campaigning for a 165 fight. Yeah, if they could do that, honestly, if they want to do an inaugural 165-pound fight, Dustin versus Nate, that would fucking blow the roof off any stadium, dude. Yeah. So let's. Uh, but but I really think that the next fight will be Chandler and and. Um, yeah. Chandler and Dustin and Poirier. Yeah, and Dustin. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no, I think that that's probably what's going to be next for him. Um, cause he's still just so effing tough. So yeah, let's just wait and see. Fucking a great question from, from our man, Bobby Dazzler. Great mm-hmm. follow. You guys give me a follow at Daz Carson 68. Um, Oh, it used to be Bobby Dazzler. That's why it's Darren Carson. Um, you always be Bobby Dazzler to me. <laughs> Um, next is our girl Echo, Echo Mars at Jen Millsap says, who's next for Blanchfield and what's next for Maverick time off to work on her grappling. Um, uh, for Maverick specifically. Yes. I, I, yeah. Time off to work on her grappling. 100%. Not only that, honestly, this is her first after like listening to the interview with uh, Unmatched. This is her first camp with her new team. They kind of talked about in the broadcast team elevation. I think she needs more time with them as well. Get a flow, get an idea of their their style, and train more. But yeah, definitely also work on your grappling. Yeah, her, her grappling needs that. to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely, it needs to be heavily worked on because she's a great striker um, and just mm-hmm. a really, really good forward pressured fire, fighter um, with you know with good striking. So I have a feeling that you know if we round her out better, she'll, she'll be she'll be really really good. Um, she has a lot, she had yeah. a lot going for her. Like I said, she just really you saw the weakness and it was pretty blaringly obvious as, as she was on the ground. Right. So. And then for uh, Blank, Blankfield, Blank? Blanchfield. 
Blanchfield. As as for Blanchfield, Manon Fuao. Manon Fuao. I was gonna say the whole time I was queuing up, and then it's, it just hit me when you were talking. But I was gonna I was gonna say either like Molly McCann because uh, Maverick actually actually talked about wanting that fight, and I think she said that they like DM'd or whatever, like tweeted at each other and something that they were down to fight. Uh, yeah. But that would be a great fight. Um, I would fucking love Molly just to just to piece her up. Um, but uh, I was also thinking Casey Casey O'Neill, um, mm-hmm. who's who's obviously matched up to fight Roxy. And I would say the winner of that fight. But Roxy has said like definitively like that's her. That's my last one. That's her retirement fight. So if 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 Casey, well, because I was say like even in a loss, like if, if Casey gets past Roxy. That's you know they're both coming off a win, but even if she's coming off a loss, like it's a good, still That's good matchmaking. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, but but I like I like the Manon fight. I think a lot of people do. I don't know if we've seen Manon tested in the grappling. We saw a little bit more in her last fight. Like she she went the I think she went the distance. Or there was late in the third. I can't remember, but it was like I remember thinking like, oh, this is a pretty long Manon Fio fight. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's my pick for yeah Blanchfield next fight. Well. That now I gotta fucking tweet the, that as well. Is that is that the is that it for our question? That is I think the end. Is. Yeah, it's the end. It the, the end of the road of the form. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys all for your questions. We really do appreciate it. This is probably the most uh, questions we've had in a little while. Uh, so we thoroughly like answering them, especially after such a great card like this, where our thoughts are being funneled into us eventually becoming QAnon supporters. So thank you. Bro. Oh, stopped no, him. Stopped him in the break. middle of his tweet. I was already at the end anyway, but I, anyway, I haven't no. heard that. But he said, pump the brakes. No, pump um, the fucking brakes. No. Uh, yeah. So we, um, yeah, we really do appreciate you guys sending in the questions and it really does uh, give us also, we love the, the, the silly off the wall questions too. We, we do oh yeah, love those answering those questions too. So thank you guys for all, um, for listening just ever. So that's just this before the form yeah. uh, ends, and we're gonna go right into our picks. Oh boy, for the last UFC card, I'm not ready for it to be over the year, but I'm ready for it to end with a bang. Oh yeah, dude. Man, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know anyone uh, who's first... more excited for these fights than you. Dude, like, the two I'm favorite fighters you. at the top of the bill. Not just on the same card, co-main and main, like back oh. to back. Can't get any better than this. Oh, but the, are you ready for who else is on the card, which I'm even more stoked about? How could We're you gonna be gonna even get more? there? Dude, uh, Angela Hill's fighting. Angela motherfucking Hill. But she's fighting Amanda Limo, so We'll see. Oh, and that's also back to back. She's the third fight from the top. That's fucking great. But dude. to kick off our uh, to kick off our main card, it is Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins. You know something? I was thinking about this fight when I was I was listening to Rhino's podcast and they were giving his picks, and he was saying like where they're in their career. He's like, I never thought I would pick you know Darren Elkins over Cub Swanson, but where they're out in their careers, how they look lately, I gotta go with Darren Elkins. For me, with that same caveat, it's the other way around. Oh, because like, and and honestly, like, I used to think Darren Elkins was this like grinder that could just like there was a there was one point where he had a, the record for most wins in featherweight history. I think that's been surpassed. 
but like mm-hmm. he was like quietly racking up wins and like got the record for the most wins in featherweight history. And then he just kind of like he's starting to I think the damage, you know, pun intended, has caught up with him. Because uh, like Cup Swanson, I thought maybe a little past his prime, beat the shit out of Crone Gracie, and then he was fighting. I want to say Daniel Pineda, and I was like, oh, come on, Daniel's gonna fucking he's this young guy's got like twenty seven finishes on a record, whatever the fuck. I was like, he's gonna fucking, and the whole timeline roasted me because like no, no, Cub, 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 and then Cub finished him, beat the shit out of him, and I was like, what the fuck? What year is this? <laughs> So that's it. I got Cubs once. I I have Elkins. You could be right. Like Silex, honestly, uh, like yeah, Cub I mean, has both... shown weakness to wrestling, uh, and that's Darren's bread and butter. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But, but hands, boy. I know, I know. Ugh. All right, well, we will have to wait and see. Um, our next fight is Diego Bejeda versus Mateos Gemrat. Yeah, Mateo's Gamrot, fucking nineteen and one, stud of all studs. Yeah, I'm going Gamrot. I mean, I saw, I'm going Diego, but it's it's a hard pick. Like I I know it's it's gonna be a tough fight for him. I just really like uh Car- Carlos Diego Fajeda. All right, and then we got uh, our next fight is uh, Rafael Asuncao and Ricky Simone. Easiest pick for me, Ricky Simone. I'm gonna go with Ricky Simone as well. Nice. Even though he cut his fucking mullet, dude. Yeah. He had one of the only good mullets, and that, like, it's gone. And now it's gone. All right. Now, it's not why we're, are we even, we're, we're not even going to have to pick this next one. So, Amanda Lemos, Angela Hill, riding Angela with Hill. Angela Hill. We're not, not going to ride with Angela Hill. We got to yeah. ride with Angela Hill. And actually, the next three are technically picked for us. Say, there's no fucking way we're not picking Wonder Boy, and no and fucking way we're, we're not picking, not Derek, picking Derek Lewis. Lewis. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Black Beast. Let's go, Wonder Boy. Let's, let's go, Ange. Let's go, Ange. Let, ladies and gentlemen, I'm. So, oh, okay. I'm gonna wear my fucking I'm bitch so, fucking season shirt when when this fight happens. I'm so pumped for this fucking fight. Like this Dude. is wow. I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna be so pumped about it. But, Me neither. I'm starting to thinking, oh, yeah, it's end of the year. Black Beast headlining. That's at least going to be cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, Wonder Boy's on the card. Cool. And it's just the cherry on top, dude. Yeah, this is great, man. I, I mean, like, Bilal and, and Steve is Steven is going to be such a – well, yeah, I don't know how this is going to go, but Steven's going to give him the business. He's going to karate kick the him in the fucking – he's going he's gonna to give him that sidekick to the stomach, and Bilal's just not going to be able to take it. Honestly? I think it looks a lot like the uh, Jorge Masvidal fight versus mm. Wonder Boy, or possibly even the Luque fight. Yeah, yes. I, I think I think it's going to be closer to Luque, like where where Steven uh, Wonder Boy's just skill is going to just be on display, and everyone's like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, God, Steven's yeah. Just, he's he just too so, good. he's so tricky, and honestly, like Bilal has pretty good success with like pressure and wrestling. But Stephen Wonderboy has shown that, like, he can avoid like his takedown defense, especially working. Chris Weidman literally lives in South Carolina now. They're training together, like training wrestling with him. Is he's just? Oh man, I'm so excited! Oh, I'm fucking excited, dude! And then we got, and then we got Derek Lewis and and Dawkins and and Lewis just gonna take the lights out. I'm so excited! Oh, and then get even. on the mic again before the end of the year to tell everyone. Merry Christmas, and that if he is not hanging out with anyone during Christmas, he needs to borrow your chairs. 
<laughs> you know what I just remembered? So uh, I this is like the fifth time I've mentioned Rhino's show. I was listening to Rhino. Rhino, when he gives his picks, he likes to call his shot. And he called his shot for Derek Lewis. It's just the, the, like a certain sequence. He's going to hit him with an uppercut and whatever he said. I'm calling my shot for the fucking post-fight interview. Oh, I love it. Okay. Derek Lewis is going to get on the mic and say, I'm selling an NFT of my balls. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, just the excitement. This crypto. Uh, <laughs> crypto in this hole. I'm selling an NFT of my balls. Uh, it's, so, it's so unfortunate I'm not going to be it's in Anaheim. I'm very, very saddened that I'm not going to be in California because I'm I would have tried to win tickets. Definitely bought them. No, but try to win tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, Wait, this this, this card's also on Anaheim. This one isn't Anaheim, I think. Pretty sure. I, that, I thought it's the Moreno fight. That we're oh, no, doing back to back. Vegas, sorry, it's in Vegas. It's at the Apex. I'm yeah, sorry. it's at the it's Apex. Vegas. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, ooh, guess who's fighting mm. on the prelims? Air Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, dude. French is shit. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm excited. I'm stoked for next week's card. I oh let's see. Oh, I'm in. I, oh, oh wait, it's giving me. He's fighting Andre Yule, who I assume is moving up from bantamweight. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. Macy Chasson. Macy, Macy Chasson is fighting versus next... Raquel Pennington. Raquel Pennington. She's stepping on short notice, but I think she's going to give Raquel the business, dude. God, this is pretty. Team Macy on this fucking podcast. They haven't uh, for some reason. They my guy on... Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King. Trains with Roxy over at Syndicate versus Matt Sales. This fucking card. Look, Josh Parisian versus Dontel Mays. Holy shit, dude. This fucking card. It's pretty stacked up. Yeah. Fight night. This is as good as it gets. Yeah. Merry Christmas to us, ladies and gentlemen. If fucking Molly McCann was on this fight card, that's the only that would just take it over the top where I would just be like, oh, it's better than coming. Yeah, it really is, as Arnold would say. Uh, Wow. What a great. I'm so excited for next week. And let me see what time time is everything. It's uh so I'll be in Cal. Oh, I won't I'll be here actually. So it'll be at five o'clock. Great. The main card starts at five. So it'll be over at like uh what? Uh nine. Perfect. Yeah. Good, good start time Fucking for the card. Nice. Not too late, not too early. Dude, this it's gonna be so good. I'm so excited for this card. Wow, holy crap. What a great way to end the year. It's it's like a pre- the best present ever. Wow. Okay. Well, we have come to the end of our podcast, and that means that we are going to shout out our patrons uh, for Patreon. If you guys want to um, throw some money at us on Patreon, that would be great. Uh, we do have G-strings ready to accept those dollar bills in either yeah. uh, in either three dollar bills, um, and I mean the like a singular dollar bill that is that has the number three on it, or a five dollar bill as well, and you can watch us and enjoy our faces and enjoy yeah. us so juice is going to shout them out right now and uh, i'd like to thank my mom for coming uh, on the show which yeah, is shout great out, shout out to your mom shout out to callum shout out to apb sandy pants alex from jersey t cross filthy casual fee dave l feel the mma dude jimmy the drunk tricky dick mix the man anonymous david everett wholesome mma brian shea and 
Dave, aka Nobby Buckles. Man, that the list is growing, ladies and gentlemen. Like, thank you, growing. guy. It's it's what what are we at now? Warms How many is my that? fucking heart? How many people is that? I think it's fifteen. We got so we got we almost got enough. We almost have enough for two dodgeball teams. We got enough for seventeen. Bro, we we're one we're one shy from having a full baseball team facing each other. Two two baseball teams. Two one baseball teams. Two whole baseball <laughs> two teams. Two baseball teams. Uh, yeah. So you know, like, let's get ready, company. Yeah. You know, we're looking company. for one more person to fill our roster. Yeah, and that's it. So and we we're stopping a company softball team yeah. with each other. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it, guys. Follow me at leogh two one one three on Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then that's it. Just do that for me. Thank you. I was really about to cut the recording <laughs> and then you can follow the podcast at friendly spar pod, uh, twitter.com slash friendly spar pod, whatever, you know, how social media works. Just go on the fucking app and search for it. You'll find me. You'll find the podcast and you better bump those tweets, dude. You better bump those tweets about the Manal Fiorel fight and the Fucking Blanchfield versus. Oh no! Well, yeah, Blanchfield versus Farrell. What was the one you said? Uh, Dustin Curley and uh, Michael Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's the fucking seed, dude. That's it. I was almost like I, I fired off too many. The algorithm were barrier, but I was almost gonna I was gonna tweet that Derek Lewis NFT tweet. I was gonna say some NFT of a ball. Oh man, it's gonna be so Can good. You fucking next imagine. Week. Oh, we're gonna be. T- I'm gonna be live tweeting. I hope he says all the funny stuff. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And on that note. Uh, Wait, one more thing. I forgot to ask. 